us to lift up our voice and give thanks to God. I want you to thank God for the third night, the first communion in the year 2024, the year of God's divine visitation. I want you to lift up your voice and say, yes, Lord, I thank you, O Lord God. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord, exalt the name of the Lord. He said, the Lord, your God, the Lord have chosen you to be a treasured possession among all the people in the face of the earth. Let us lift up our voice and bless the name of the Lord. Since the beginning of this year, the Lord has been awesome. The Lord has been awesome to us. The Lord has been awesome to you. The outstretched arm of God has been felt. The word of God has come unto us to prepare you. Lift up your voice and just give thanks to God from the depth of your heart. Bless the name of the Lord for that scripture that, Lord, you have chosen me, O Lord God, to be a treasured possession in the face of the heart. Thank God and bless God. Thank God for the auction. Thank God for the anointing. Thank God for what you have received in the last two days. Thank God and bless the name of the Lord. And ask God that, Lord, as you will partake in the table tonight, there will be a difference in your life in the name of Jesus. There will be a transformation in your life. There will be a change in your life. Lift up your voice and pray and speak to the Lord your God and say, yes, Lord, you have chosen me, O Lord God, Father, as an instrument for such a time as this. You have chosen me, O Lord God, Father, as a possession for this year, O oh Lord, and pray in the name of Jesus, that Lord, as I partake, O oh Lord God, Father, in the table of the Lord, as it was in the book of Luke, the Bible says, do two people who are with Jesus on the way to Amos, as long as, as soon as Jesus blessed the front, he said, their eyes opened, there was enlightenment. Let us pray that, Lord, let give me enlightenment in this meeting tonight. Let my eyes be open in the name of Jesus. Let my eyes be open in the name of Jesus. Let there be transformation as I partake in the table of the Lord tonight, O Lord. It shall be the beginning of great things for you in this new year in the name of Jesus. The Lord have chosen you. The Lord have chosen you as a treasured possession in the hand. Among all the face of the hand, lift up your voice. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank God for the communion tonight. Thank God for the table of the Lord that you'll be a partaker. Thank God for what God has begun to do in your life, in, your, in the life of your children, in the life of your family. Thank God for the awesomeness of God in your life in this year. Thank God for the transformation that the Lord is bringing in every areas of your life, in everything, making everything new in the name of Jesus. Oh, King of glory, Lord, we bless your name, O oh Lord. Immortal, invisible God, we bless your name, O oh Lord. Thank God, thank God, Lord, we bless you. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration. We magnify your name, O oh Lord God, Father. Be thou exalted, O Lord and a God. Oh, King of glory, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise and honor and adoration in Jesus' holy and anointed we pray. Hallelujah. 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 That's it. That was good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to continue to pray and take my scripture from Zechariah chapter 1 from verse 16, please. And that is the scripture for the month. It says, therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will return to Christ's faith tabernacle with mercy. I will return to Christ's faith tabernacle with mercy. And there my house will be rebuilt. And the measuring line will be stretched over Christ's faith tabernacle, declares the Lord Almighty. 17. Proclaim further. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Christ's faith tabernacle will again overflow with prosperity. And the Lord will again comfort Christ's faith tabernacle as his chosen people. Hallelujah. 
We're going to pray in this line. You thank God for the mercy for this year. It starts from the first. At the zero hour, the Lord visited us. As he said that this year, he will give us power and wealth. And so we're going to pray that, Lord, thank you for returning to us with mercy. He said he will build his house and the gates of hell shall not prevail. He says over here, my house will be rebuilt. So you say, Lord, you will rebuild me this year. And then we'll continue to pray that, Father, let Christ be tabernacle every single household. Enable us to overflow with prosperity. Let's begin to pray. Father, we exalt you. We thank you because you are the covenant giving God and there is no one like you. We give you praise to God because you are the Holy One. We exalt you, Lord, for in this year, the year of promise, the year of your divine visitation, you have indeed returned to Christ's tabernacle with mercy. Thank you. Tell the Lord, thank you for returning to me with mercy. Thank you for returning to me with mercy. Thank you, Lord, for returning to my family with mercy. Thank you for returning to my children with mercy. Thank you for returning to every single member of Christ for Tabernacle with mercy. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. We thank you because in this year, Lord, you will rebuild this house. Ask the Lord, rebuild me as your house. Because the Bible says we are the temple of the Lord. Lord, you say you will rebuild Casper Tabernacle. Every one of us, O oh God, we have come to the year of your divine promise. Rebuild us, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, let your measuring line stretch over Casper Tabernacle. In the name of Jesus, ask the Lord, let every household overflow with prosperity. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let my household overflow with prosperity. Let our children overflow with prosperity. Let every single business over this house overflow with prosperity. In the name of Jesus, return to us, O oh God. Let prosperity be seen. In the name of Jesus, Mados this is victory night. And we bless your name. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to pray. Father, rebuild us, O Lord Jehovah. Father, rebuild us, O Lord God. This is the third day, O Lord God, of the year, O Lord Jehovah. Father, rebuild us, Lord Jesus. Rebuild us, rebuild us, O Lord Jehovah, so that your name shall be glorified. Psalm 32, verse 8. Psalm 32, verse 8. The Bible says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Let's now tell God, Father, this year, continue to instruct us. As he has started from the tail end of last year, Father, instruct us. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, let the words of grace continue to pour in, O Lord God, into the life of every member of Christ at Tabernacle. Father, instruct us, O Lord God. Then you say you will teach us the way we go. Father, in all our life, O Lord God, this year, O Lord God, Father, teach us. We will not miss road in any aspect of our life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, continue to instruct us. Father, continue to show us the way that we should go. There should not be any confusion in the life of every member of Christ at Tabernacle. Whenever we are at any junction, oh Lord God, Father, show up. Show up, oh Lord God, and give us direction. In the mighty name of Jesus, you also say you will cancel us. Cancel 
cancel us, Lord Jesus. Cancel each and every one of us, O Lord God. Father, cancel us, O Lord God. He said, you will, you, you will give us a protection, O Lord God. Father, protect us. Protect us, O Lord God. And guide us in all ways, O Lord God. Now let's begin to tell God. Father, come down heavily, O Lord God. And on the third day, the Mount Zion see the glory. Father, today, we want us to see your glory. Come down heavily, O Lord God. Come down, O Lord God, into our midst, O Lord Jehovah, so that your name shall be glorified. Let us see you and see your manifestation of your holy, holy power. Continue to pray. Let's continue to lift up our voice and begin to tell the Lord. We have come to the beginning of our year. The journey starts from now. The journey starts from now. We have consecrated ourselves for three days on this holy mountain. And God has equipped us. God has empowered us. God has engraced us. Everything that we need to live a successful year. Everything that we need to live a life of purpose. Everything that we need to live a fulfilled life. God has given it to us this year. Live up your voice and begin to tell the Lord that God I consecrate my heart before you. Remember Joshua chapter 3 verse 5 consecrate yourself because tomorrow the Lord will do amazing work among you. Begin to tell the Lord I consecrate myself before you Lord. I apply the blood of Jesus over myself tell the Lord that I deny myself the Bible says we should deny ourselves and follow him and take our cross daily and follow him. Tell the Lord God of heaven, I lift up my life before you, Lord, as a living sacrifice. I deny self. I say, let flesh die and let the Spirit of God take me over. From now on, until December 2024, I want to follow you all the way. I want to take up my cross daily and follow you. I consecrate my heart. I consecrate my mind. I consecrate my spirit. Tell the Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over myself. I plead the blood of Jesus over my heart. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind, over my soul, over my body. Tell the Lord today I consecrate myself before the Lord. Because Lord, tomorrow you will do amazing work among us. Tell the Lord Christ, faith, tabernacle, we consecrate ourselves before you. In all our branches across the world, we consecrate ourselves before you. The Bible says, be ye holy, even as I am holy. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Tell the Lord I am all the way with Jesus. Because the Bible will say, he that turned back, he that looked back, is not fit for the kingdom. We are not the one that will string back, but we are the one who will follow Jesus. We are the one who will consecrate ourselves before the Lord. We are the one who will cooperate with Jesus. We want to walk with Jesus, even as Enoch walked with God. We want to walk with Jesus this year, even as Moses walked with God. We want to walk with Jesus, even as Paul walked with God. The Bible said, Paul said, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. Tell the Lord, I will live for Christ this year. I will live for Christ this year. I will submit to Christ this year. I will walk in total obedience to Christ this year. I will deny self this year in the name of Jesus. Give me the heart of obedience, oh God, this year. Give me the heart of obedience as I go up in this journey. I walk with Jesus. I cannot do it on my own. I ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come upon me in power. Holy Spirit, come upon me in power. Tell the Lord to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. It is not by might. It is not by power. But by 
by his spirit, share the Lord. Tell the Lord that it is me and the Holy Ghost that will walk this journey. It is me and the Holy Ghost that will walk this journey in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Praise the Lord tonight. Let's just keep clapping. I just had that. Now keep clapping. Keep clapping and celebrating. You are celebrating this new month. Hallelujah. You are clapping and celebrating. I don't know how your clap is going to be. Let's just clap, 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 clap. Clap. We are welcoming him tonight. We are declaring his lordship. Declaring his lordship is listening tonight. God is here already. But we are declaring that he will rule our hearts. Surely God is our salvation. We will trust and not be afraid. And this is what is happening to us at the beginning of the year. God is our salvation. We will continue to trust Him and not be afraid. The Lord is our strength and our song. That is, what, that is who He is throughout this year. He has become our salvation. With joy, we will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day, today... We will also say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Think about past years, and begin to think about what is happening in the future. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Christ's tabernacle. For great is the Lord, the Holy One of Israel amongst us. Hallelujah. With this in mind tonight, let us lift our right hand to heaven and read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his walls, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145, please. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness 
and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Someone welcome them in the name of the Lord. Let's take our seats, please, in the heavenly places. Quiet, may take your seats, please. sure that you have been hearing God since the beginning of this month. This is what the Holy Spirit told me to ask you. Have you been hearing God since first? If you have, wave your hands to me. And the Holy Spirit told me to tell you this. That he has been speaking from the zero hour of this year. And the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, the reason why believers don't hear audible voice is because when he speaks through his vessel, they don't hack him. You are looking for God in the storms. You are looking for earthquakes before God will speak. And his voice wasn't there. But it's still gentle voice, which you may ignore. And the Lord told me to tell you this night, that he has been speaking this year from the zero hour through my lips. And a number of you have heard him. Those are the people who wrote things down from what I'm speaking. If you did not write things down from what I'm speaking, you haven't heard him. Because if I ask you what I said on the first, you will not remember. And so, if you want to hear God's audible voice, you must be somebody who is very sensitive to God's oral voice. I've told you again and again throughout last month, December, when the Lord speaks, or when a minister of God is speaking, you need to know this very consciously, that it is not the man speaking. It is your God that is speaking through his lips. And if you don't connect your spirit with that, you will miss God completely. But you know what causes that? Demons of hell. Demons of hell. They're the one behind that kind of attitude. Within the whole of January, I'll be treating how you could be free from the devil. Because today, what is the topic? Come on now, someone stand up and tell me what's up because they don't say it aloud. Living, pardon me, 
All right. See, that's the reason why. How many of you were here yesterday? If you are not here yesterday, raise your hand. I'm not looking at you. We are looking at living a life of victory today. Well, let me say this to you. I told mommy when the Holy Spirit spoke with me and we were preparing to come out. Beginning of this year, on the first, what was the topic? Thank you. So during that period, we have explained the reason why believers, a number of believers, don't get fulfilled. So if you miss that meeting, God called the meeting a convocation in this temple. And if you are taught belong to this temple, why should you miss it? This year is not for such. Other years you might have. But in this year, God has said it clearly. He will not take from anybody any service that does not come from your heart. If you are one of those who pick and choose when you come, you miss God. This year. I know things are going to be terrible this year. I told you. That we meet people run to church. But the gate is shut. Because people are not there. You know. You understand that? This is the season we have entered for the next three years on earth. And I warned you about this. From January. And for the whole of December. God began to teach about your heart towards him. If God does that. I think God is fair. Isn't it? Come on now, answer me. I think God is fair. Because before he draws the curtain, he had been warning you that no more mediocrity with God. That this new year to three years, people will know that the word of God is as it's written. But for us, God had promised two things. He had promised power, which is unction. And he has promised wealth for the funding of the mission but if you do not commit your heart to god you'll be excluded from the promise he gave to christ with tabernacle christ with tabernacle is not composed of people who come every sunday it's composed of people who run with the vision and anytime that the lord wants them they are there they are the one that god can also rely upon when god wants to do his will on earth i will together now i can't hear you so that when they lift up their voices as one, as Jesus is interceding for us, they will lift up their voices as one under the mind of Christ and pronounce those things on earth. Because you see, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is losing heaven. Isn't that correct? So it means that heaven can't lose unless earth does it. So which means that people who are not serving God with their hearts, who pick and choose how to serve God and when to serve God, a time of shaking is coming for them. A time that will be terribly terrible. You know, in the beginning of this year, I told you, uh, uh, I think the third week of uh, November, of uh, December, I saw a mighty tsunami that is higher than 21 stories. You know, hit the wall. But when it was coming, it was looking. It looks like you know those little tsunami, and suddenly when it rose, I recognized that there's a spirit in this. 
But I also saw heaven open on the first. And I saw wind coming. But the wind was fire. And I traced the source. It was from the heart of the Father. And it was sent to the earth for his people. But God's people are not those who come to church. They are those who come to church with their hearts serving God. And the Lord said to me, that's an, that fire will burn in the church. Which is what will empower those who truly are serving God. And this is the reason why in this church God has spoken a lot about your heart towards him. In this new year. If you say that, oh, I've sat in like that other years, no problem. The devil set you up. May we be free from the hands of the devil. And so the Lord spoke about entering Canaan, what you need to do. And then he spoke about on the second, what did he say? Open your, open your salmon nose and begin to talk to me. Living a life of consecration. Let me tell you something, Christ with Tabernacle. When I teach you one day, the following morning when you wake up, you must not leave your door before you go through all what I taught you. Am I talking to you? Aha. Because it is your arm for the next day. So if you have such a mind today in this year, you'll be amazed. You know, let me question you this. What is your testimony that you are a child of God? What is your testimony? Your confession is no testimony. The Bible says, These signs will follow all who believe. Where is it in your life? How many years have you believed? Where is the sign? Where is the sign? Mark sixteen seventeen. The Bible says, whosoever is born of God does not continue to sin. For he that is born of God in him, keep him safe. And the enemy cannot harm him. Second John 5, 17. Where is it in your life? Luke 10, 17. It says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I have given you authority over all the parts of the enemy. And nothing by enemies will hurt you. Alright, so where is it? So, in this season, the question is, why are those things not happening, as is written? Because your enemy, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to destroy. And that is the meeting of today and henceforth until God will release us. Your enemy, the devil, if you look at therefore, we are talking about living a life of victory. What God wants you to be is what you must be this year. That is what you will be. I don't want any one of us to sit on the fence. The kingdom of God is so full of benefits. Anybody who is enlisted by salvation and lives on earth without those benefits... When you die, you will regret how much you have lost. Isn't it? It's like somebody whose father is a multimillionaire, and he made money available to him by will in a nation. And he went to that nation only to be picking dust and be sleeping on the streets. 
not knowing that even the front of the office that they gave him place to sleep is owned by his father and has been bequeathed to him by will. And he lived all his life picking the dustbin of the very edifice which is owned by his father. And they are looking for him. They don't know who he is until he had just one day to live. And then he recognized that this is what my father has given. And they brought him and said, look, this is all what your father has given you. Really, we are working for you. We have been saving the money. All these are yours. And that night, God says, I call for your soul. You know the regrets you will have. And the kind of heart I wanted to have in this church this year is that that will not be your portion. As long as you live and I live, in the presence of God whom we serve, we will fulfill everything that heaven has said. I can hear your amen. amen. So tell your body it's not business as usual. It's not business as usual. So what did God say yesterday that you must recognize? Somebody tell me one. Be what? Be holy. Prepare your mind for action. I love that. Then what did he say? Self-control. Wow. And then? What about Matthew 16? What did Jesus say? 24. Yes. What did he say? So you agree with me now that what I've just told you is correct. That you have to read those things before you leave over the morning. You know this thing I'm saying to you? Don't you think it's Alfred Williams that is just talking? It is your God that is challenging how much did you remember? Are we together now? You know what Jesus said? Read it. Let's read it together. Then Jesus said, How many are disciples of Jesus Christ here? And what did he say to us? He must deny himself, take up his cross daily. So the life of self-denial. You know why is God taking me through this again with you? Yeah, I want to remind you because today we are talking about living in victory. Living in victory. So where we stopped yesterday, when we are looking at a life of consecration, is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. What does it say? Shall we read together? Finally, yeah. Stop. We are not reading. If I say your enemy with some assault, I know the loud noise I will hear. You see now. <laughs> Shall we read the word of the Lord together? Uh-huh. Put on the 
then then therefore stop there I want to show you some things I will teach you from these scriptures yes please at the same time I will correct an error which has been outstanding in the body of Christ some of you have been hearing testimonies of deliverance Of the deliverance, people who are in a court who got saved, who are in a court who got saved. But I tell you this, all that you have been listening to, the people who have acclaimed or who are delivered, none of them go to the realm my father was. None of them, they are all boys in the, to the realm my father was. So, you know, when I correct this, and of course during the encounters of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I'm not a baby. When I correct this, you will recognize it because it will be strictly on the word that is written. Now, go back to verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. It says, finally, as we have been looking at various scriptures from the 1st of January, beginning from the scriptures concerning entering your Canaan and living a life of consecration. I believe very much that these areas of topics that we have looked in the 1st and 2nd day of January are so voluminous that just... 45 minutes or 30 minutes lecture cannot answer everything. But what I gave you, I only gave you pointers for every one of you to go home and then research the Word of God and dig deep into it. You know, I believe very much that the reason why God is bringing us in this or taking us through this line of, of action is this. He had told us in the month of December, I think in, on the last message of December that your enemy is the devil 
If you have quarrel, husband and wife, your husband or your wife is not your enemy. He's the devil. If you have quarrel, father, mother, with children, your parents or your children are not your enemy. If you have problem with your siblings, they are not your enemy. Really, when you have problem with human beings who are members of a cult, directly they are not the enemy. Because spirits of hell always seek a body on earth for them to be able to execute their function. Hence, Lucifer took the body of Eve, of the serpent, rather, to talk to Eve. Because they are spirits. Evil spirits are spirits. Demons are spirits. They cannot do anything in the physical realm unless they use a body. They can use the body of the wind to cause havoc. Well, we saw thunder strike in one of these countries just on the force, and it struck people dead. We see, you know, trees fell by a storm, a storm and went straight to people and killed them. So, evil spirits, which are the embodiments of infantry of Lucifer, cannot operate without a body. But then, therefore, why should Peter say to us, which is the first, the book of First Peter 5, 8, your enemy, the devil, prowls around looking, you know, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. This is what it means. Everybody on earth are under the control of Satan. Ephesians chapter 2, write me down, verses 1 to 3. I really, you should tell me because you know that off your head now. If you are in CFT, if you don't know that scripture, you are not in CFT. Amen. But this year, all of you who are not residents, but you claim, make sure you are residents. Am I talking to you? Come on now. I can't hear from the back there. Yes? Uh-huh. Because if you are in this class, you should know what other students know. If you don't know, something is sincerely wrong. And that wrong will write it this year. Uh-huh. Thank you. So, according to the scripture, if an occult attack you, and you attack that person, you missed it. That's the reason why Israel can kill every human being of Hamas, but they cannot kill Hamas. Israel cannot destroy Hamas. Hamas is a spirit. The moment they sweep off, kill all the people who are there now, they rise up again. Look at the history of Israel from beginning till now. Right from the Bible days. Therefore, your enemy is the devil. Second thing you must know is that he prowls around. Who does that apply to? The people in the world? No, he doesn't prowl around them. He controls them. Because the book of Ephesians 1 tells you that. When we are in the devil, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. When we are in the world, we are controlled by the spirit of the air. He didn't prowl around. So when Peter says your enemy prowls around, he's talking to Christians. Those who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Looking for an opportunity to devour. And let me say this. It depends on you individual Christians not to permit him in your life. The faith of the Father cannot save the sons. 
Neither can the prayer of the wife save the husband. Because every one of us have the devil that is prowling around us. That is, we are born again. And so, the Bible says, therefore, you must resist him, standing firm in the faith. You must resist him, standing firm in the faith. And when we looked at this also, we did not omit the fact that resisting the devil means there is a price to pay. There is a price to pay. Know that your brothers throughout the world are going, undergoing the same kind of suffering. It's not talking about suffering of the mind. It's talking about the physical suffering. It's talking about the suffering you encounter in self-denial. When you deny yourself. To face the devil. Every Christian must face their own devil. Your pastor can face your devil for you. If it's your pastor's face you lie upon, you know, <laughs> that's why I would not be in that place. I don't want to die now. I want to finish my work before I die. So if you rely on me, or my faith for your protection, you will kill me. Because God will take me out. Am I talking to you? If I become God before you, God will take me out. And I will not accept it. That's why I will live. I understand spiritual things beyond. And that's why I'm telling you. Because by praying for you or using the gift God gave me to you, does not idolize me. I will, I will expect to use the gift God gave you too for me. When I need it, if you're a prophet, I ask you. This is what I'm thinking of deciding. Please. Because that gift given you is to profit others. But I will never idolize you because you're a prophet. Am I talking to you? Because if I idolize you, I'm working towards your elimination by God. He will take you out straight away. If we rely on you rather than God. So that rely on you is very clear. Let me explain it to you. Anything, now because you are a prophet, anything we want to know will go to you. We don't pray at all to God anymore. Yes? If we do that, we have idolized you. That's the reason why many people come to me. People who are not regular in church, when they have problems and come to apostles, apostles don't pray. I will give you prayer work to do. Because when I was calling prayer, I didn't see you. The people I see, I know. Am I talking to you? I will only intervene if I discover that there is a danger of the enemy. I will deal with that and take it out. But I tell you, go and seek God. He will take you two days of prayer, fasting. Because when we are fasting, you are eating. So you don't turn out to fast. I say, you come and tell me what God told you. Isn't it? But people that I know that are firebrand, they are always there praying and seeking God. Even before you tell me, I pick up what the devil is doing. I tell you. That's happened to a number of you. You just come to prayer. Holy Ghost revealed to me, ah, this is what you are going through, you know. But this is what God says. And you, will, you don't have to worry anymore. Because you are there in the place of prayer. Am I talking to you? So, every one of us have these demons proud, 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 you know, they prowl around us, locking about us. Does that mean you need deliverance? No. <laughs> it prowls around everybody. Now, if I take you then to the... The reason why I read this is because I want you to understand Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6, verse 10. If you look at the point chapter 6, verse 10, having behind your mind that Satan is flying around every Christian, you will agree with me. That's why Paul said, finally, be strong in the Lord. And what? Say it again. Be strong. Why? Your enemy, the devil. 
browse around looking for you to devour. Looking for you to devour. If you are not strong in the Lord, you will be a casualty. That's what God is saying. You don't have to be a casualty. You have many scriptures that tell you that. He that is born of God overcomes the world. That's one of the scriptures. No weapon falls against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. Why did they prosper in your own life? It has to be stopped. Come on now. You got to be strong. If you expect someone to be strong for you, then you'll be a casualty. Even Jesus said it that when I cast out demons from somebody, demons will go around and come back to check again. The prayer of Jesus did not stop that demon from coming back to check again. Jesus said it. But if that place that he have, have driven him out is empty and vacant, no occupancy, he has the certificate of occupancy. He will then go and bring seven stronger spirits. Understand the logic of the spiritual. That's the reason why the Bible says, when Jesus cast out this demon possessed in Gathering, you see, when the demon, when people came back, they said they saw that demon possessed sat at the feet of Jesus. Doing what? Learning. Learning. So therefore, you need to know this. To live a continuous life of victory, it depends on your strength. You must be strong in the Lord and in His what? Mighty power. I love it. I want to talk more about that one. Because we have a very brief time today before we break bread. And He says, how are you strong? How could you be strong? We will look at why should you be strong in the Lord and how could you be strong in the Lord? Huh? We know from First Peter 5 that one of the reasons why you be strong in the Lord is because your enemy, the devil, is looking for you. Excuse me. Because my father was a mystic and your father was a reverend does not mean Satan is not after you, both of us. He's after the sons of mystic, of witches, of cultists. And he's after the sons of reverend and bishop and apostle and prophet. Why? Because we have declared to be his enemy from the day we answer yes to Jesus. We have become a target. You went to the pulpit, you are not singing rock and roll. You are singing praise unto God. You are his target. You came to the church, you are praying in the name of Jesus, you are his target. Because you are trying to undo what he has done. Are we talking now? He is an enemy of God, the creator. And you, once you, are, once you say, I am a Christian, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, what you have done is this. You have declared a war against Satan and all his cohorts. Whether human agents or spiritual agents, you are their target. You are in the bus, you are their target. You are in the tube, you are their target. Anywhere you go, you are just that. In your office, you are their target. And you know that in all these places, there are so many invisible spirits locking around in every place you can go. Hospital, anywhere you go. Even there are so many in hospital. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. There are too many in the hospital. You know, you know, evil spirit, if you look at courts and hospitals, evil spirit don't have problem in courts. The one that they are assigned there is okay. But when you go to hospitals, so many of them are there. And occult people, they are going there too. I was in Lisham Hospital one day, and a, and a court, uh, a Caucasian man, you know, came in, and he stood in the, in the front of the gate, and he began to do invocation. When I saw the signs of his hand, I recognized he's invoking. I parked my car, and I came, I said, the Lord rebuke you, and he fled. He had pentagram in his hand. Because I cannot be praying in my, ball, in my car because he is not praying in his car. He is in the front of the gate of the hospital. Nobody has the right in England to come and stand in front of the gate of the hospital and be making chanting. He fled. And I said, God save you. We are under the barrage of evil spirits who are working tirelessly against the will of the Father to abrogate the purpose for which Jesus came. And you who believe in Jesus, you have been enlisted into the army of Jesus so that you and I can collaborate with Jesus to make sure that the will of God in heaven is happening on earth. That's why you are born again. That's why you are still living. And so, Christianity is not for lazy people. You've got to be strong. And so now, he said in that second verse, how to be strong? And we'll go back and see why too. It says, put on the full armor of God so that you can what? Take your stand against what? Against the what? Let's read the verse two together. Put on. Uh-huh. Who will stand? Against who? Your devil. You see, the scripture is so clear. I want you in this house, just listen to me. Just obey what is written. Don't philosophize what is a plain language written. Okay? The Bible says, it is your duty to put on your armor. I can't put on armor of my wife for her. She can't put on my armor for me. I can only tell my children I cannot help them put their armor. In this position, nobody can help anybody. And God says, and the Bible says, the reason why your armor should be full is because Satan is his keeper. I told you he cannot operate without a vessel. The first time he came, he came to the serpent. But he got the woman created by God in his own hand. Am I talking to you? Satan is a schemer. If you look at that itself, I think would, I would teach the intercessors more. If you come to the intercessors meeting from next week, Tuesday, you will hear more about this. You know, the schemes of Satan, where does it work? Your mind. The battle is in your human mind. You know, when you talk about schema, if I call uh, Sister uh, um, Michelle out now, he can talk about scheming because she has been She's a, she's a footballer with Arsenal. And I've seen her when she schemes and, and hit the net. And the net is shaking like this. I said, that's my girl. You know, if you know football, or you don't know football, but you have heard of football, there are some people when they take the ball, they will have studied their opposition. 
and they know the one that can slide them. And they will go and look for a scheme to dribble him. Because the guy will come to slide them with the whole of his strength. Once they dribble him, the guy will fall because of the scheme. And the net that they have been protecting will be empty. So there are some footballers when they get to the 18, you know, they cause panic. That is Michelle for you. I tell you. <laughs> when she gets to that place, they are so much afraid. Even referee, we are afraid of her. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we caught them when they were playing, they are talking about her. They didn't know that the father was sitting by there. And that girl, that girl, you have to, you have to mark her. And when they finished, the father said, It's my daughter. Uh, you see what God does? When Satan is planning, he will be, take you there to hear what they are saying about you. You know what I'm telling you? You need to understand the things of the spirit by the things of the world. Satan is a schemer. Who does he use to scheme? People. Some to speak into your mind. Some to attack your intention and aggravate you. They have all manners of ways that the devil schemes. But you cannot overcome the devil if you have not put on the full so they will look for a hole in your armor to strike you. Am I talking to you? And so the scripture went for that to say, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers. King James called them principalities. Rulers are those spirits assigned by Satan to rule over you. Excuse me. Principalities. They are assigned to rule over you. And because of that, they attack your human mind. They seek to attack your body and they seek to possess your body. That is to take hold of your body. Your emotions, your intellect, they are rulers of darkness. Under them are spiritual hosts of wickedness. Under a ruler. You have rulers of darkness. You have authority with the king just called power. And then you have the subservience, which is the spiritual host of wickedness in high places. Which comprises man or spirits. They are all over the place. But you know something? Anyone that is full of God, when we talk about Satan and the powers of Satan, a provocation and anger will be rising in you. Somebody who is not full of God will be afraid. It's because you need to do something to your faith. Satan is so organized and so prolific. But let me tell you, the kingdom of God is more organized. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> you know, our wrestling is not against people, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark age, or spiritual hosts of wickedness, forces of evil. And it says they dwell in what is called 
heavenly realm. There are three realms in the heavens. There is this earth, which is the first heaven. There is the other abode, which is between the earth and paradise, which is the realm of the devil. And of course, the realm of the devil begins from under the earth, which is the pit of hell, into the first heaven, which is where they operate, and into the second heaven, and then you have the heavens of God. But let me say something to you. Understand this. I've heard some people who came from a cult say that because they came from a cult and they were delivered by some people's prayer, they, they blanketed that everybody who is born again in deliverance, that's an error, a lie of the devil. It's like, in my encounters of people who are in occult, you know, in my own personal ministry, many of them have confessed all manners of stuff. You know, when I was doing crusade in CAC, the, the tapes that they collected from people's confession are in hundreds. I don't listen to it. Because there's no information anybody coming from the kingdom of Satan can tell me that the Bible has not spoken. Anything they say that is not in the Bible is a lie. Am I talking to you? The Bible says, if the son therefore... Excuse me. Say it now. If the son therefore... Make you free. You are what? Excuse me, say that. So the word indeed should be understood is a legal word. You are free by a deed. And a deed is irrevocable. Okay? It's a legal word. You see, Christians need to have understanding that the Bible is the law of God. When you, when a deed is sealed, nobody can contest it. It's irrevocable. So, how can any mortal man say, haven't you accepted Jesus and set free by the blood of Jesus? Really, you are not free indeed. You still need another freedom. That is contrary to the book of Colossians. Let's look at it. Chapter 1, verse 13. We begin from there. He says, For he has rescued us from what? Dominion of what? Darkness and what? You see, the Revised Standard Version, I think it says, translated us. And that is what I will rely upon. Excuse me. It says, God, the Father, who created the heaven and earth, when you get born again, rescued you from the dominion of darkness, where darkness commands and you have to be, whether you like it or not. You are free from that dominion. Okay? Now, he now translated you, and those of you who are mathematics and can understand, the principle of transformation, translation, magnification, they are the same principle I'm talking about. God translated. It means that your X, Y, Z axis have been uh, multiplied by a scale. So there's no reference to where you're coming from anymore. That's magnification. That is translation. It's different from a mirror reflection. For those of you who are mathematicians, when you are translated, you have no coordinates relative to where you are coming from. That is what I learned. So, when Jesus took you... Ah, did you know, you read very recently about the, the life of Zach, uh, Lazarus. When Abraham said that between us and you, there is a chasm. 
Did you not read it? A chasm cannot be coordinated. It cannot be computed by mathematics. A chasm is a space where no matter, no, no calculation can operate. So when you are born again, you are translated into kingdom. You are rescued from dominion, but you are not living in the kingdom. Hey, listen to me. If you see an occult that says that after they got born again, they have to go for deliverance, it's because they did not have an educator like me to teach them the word of truth. The Bible says cleansing them by the word, isn't it? Your word is truth. Are you listening to me? And because they did not have that knowledge of the word of truth, yes, somebody needs to now cast demons out of them. The Bible says you will know the truth, and the truth will what deliver you. So the level of their knowledge is what they are operating in. But I am telling you this, and I'll give you a practical scenario. My father was not a witch. He was not just a wizard. He was not just an occult. He was a mystic, which is higher than occultism. The one who gave birth to Alfred Theophilus Babatunde Oluwasegun Williams. Hello? And I dare this demon that will be so ignorant in the kingdom of Satan that will say that your father made a covenant with me. Even he cannot finish it in his mouth before fire consume him. My father called me one day and said, son, because my father with all those realms he had, his demons used to fight for Hitler. At the realm he was, he told me, he said, son, when you turn to Jesus, when you turn away from Satan, he said, don't turn 300, 360 degrees. He said, turn 180 degrees. He was a mathematician to the headmaster for 45 years. He said, and when you turn in your life till you die, don't look back. Jesus promised those who follow him. If you follow me, pick up a cross and then follow me. He said, he that looks back is not fit for the kingdom. Whoever lays his hands on the plow and looks back is not fit for the kill. My father said, follow. Whatever happened behind you, he will take care of it. Your God can see front and back and side. and Just face your eyes on Jesus and keep on following him. That was my father's name in the kingdom of hell. And yet no man conducted deliverance for him. But because he gave his life to Jesus and he didn't take it from him. Okay? If there be anything to be done in your life, the word of God is what will remove it. And one day an angel appeared to him, who in his description is just the same description with Angel Gabriel. I said to my father, Open your mouth. And the, the word angel spoke, pulled his mouth apart. And the angel said, Give me your tongue. And my father wanted to say incantation. The word of the angel froze him. And the angel took his tongue and pulled it out. After pulling it out, took a rod of iron with hot fire. 
put in his tongue. And he burned the whole of his body. And the angel said, from today, you will not curse mankind with your tongue anymore. You will now bless mankind. I have appointed you as my prophet. My father became conscious. After the encounter, his physical tongue was still burning. He looked at the mirror, this physical mark there. As, it's, as devil do. God do more than that. That is what, that is the last encounter of Christ that took everything outside in him back to the devil. Because he turned his eyes to Satan. Let me say this to you. When my father accepted Jesus, you know one thing with him? Bible became his water and his food. He read the Bible, read the, read the, read. Because the people who mentor him, they are the ones who gave back to me. They are the ones I follow. The world is what will clean a man. And from then, God began to use him. And the first son of my mother, who was a priestess of Baal, I can prove that the word of God is just as it is written. Who are you following? That tells where you are going. That scripture says, God rescued us from dominions, as Satan can't dominate us anymore, of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of his son. Whom he loves. The next verse says, In whom we have what? Say it again. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And what? Forgiveness of my sins. So how can generational curse affect me when God forgave me? If God will allow generational curse to affect me, then the death of his son on earth is for nothing. Am I talking to you? Who instructs your mind determines who control your life? Hello? Look at chapter 2 of the same scripture. And we look at verse 13 too. Shall we read together? When we were dead, uh huh. Excuse me, so, 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 CFT, read now. Shall we read together as one? And when? <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Excuse me, how many sins? How many sins? How many sins? Your father sins, he forgave. Your mother sins, he forgave. Your ancestor sins, he forgave. Because he cannot, the Bible cannot qualify the forgiveness as all minus something else. So I don't care whether my father did anything, my grandfather did whatever. I, can't, I only know what they did for history. They look like a book, a story book when I look at them. My mother, what she did before when she was a princess of Bath. Those things, ah, I said, if Satan mess up my father like this, I must mess him up. That's my own decision. And that's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing now. Sniffing the devil in his hiding place. Destroying his works and powers both day and night. Let me tell you, that is what God called you to. Am I talking to you? 
The, what, the matter of sin, God continues to talk about it. When you were dead in your transgression and sins, in which you, and in your uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God the Father made you alive with Christ. He gave us, He forgave us rather, all our sins. If you, de- if you, if you derogate from that, you make God a liar. If you think there are some other sins that you have to repent of, haven't God forgiven you all those sins, there is a problem with your mind. Satan sold you a lie. If I'm sick, it's not because of my sin. If I'm sick, maybe I ate something not good. Maybe I overworked my body. And if Satan is the one who afflicted me, then I afflict him too. Excuse me. How do you afflict the devil? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blo- if I continue to call the blood of Jesus, both demons and sickness and whatever, the devil will be paralyzed. He will be paralyzed. I don't say Satan cannot steal because he's a thief. Jesus called in John 10.10. 10. But what I'm saying is that the power in you can recover everything the devil has destroyed. Only if you are strong in the Lord. You see, look at the next verse. Shall we say it together? Having counseled. Let me tell you something. Something you must know is this. When you read these things, I think before we, I stop today, I will tell you that... With, some may be saying that with all these things apostles saying, but why are some Christians afflicted by the devil? I will tell you why a Christian can be afflicted with the devil by the devil. Uh, we understand this is our theological knowledge. People can either be possessed or be oppressed. Those who have the Holy Spirit, who have accepted Jesus, cannot be possessed. That is the taking hold of their spiritual body. But a lot of Christians can have demon in their body because you yield the members of your body to iniquity, especially worldliness. is the giant net of the devil to introduce demons into people's body. The culture of the people. I was there's a, a video mommy was playing today, and I, I think uh, Reverend Collier, you are the one who sent it. She said, there's these people who are talking, they are drug addicts, and they, you know, in Sierra Leone. And they, say, they were saying that, you know, I'm now changing. I pray that God will help me. And, and every one of them is mentioning God will help me. God will help me. I want to be a good boy and all stuff like that. Among them may be people who have given their life to Jesus, but they became drug addicts. How can somebody that has been born again become a dead, a drug addict? How can he? How can somebody born again be 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 uh, be, be um, uh, abused by pornography, locked up in pornography? Yeah, 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 yeah. In their body is a demon. In their, in their body is a demon. So why do we pray and some Christians manifest and they run Lord they pray? Because they give their body to Satan. That's why you know Romans tells you, offer your body what? <laughs> to who? You are in the midst of friends who are ungodly. You want, to, you want to be socially correct. They are doing what is ungodly. You follow them to do it. Satan enter your body. Simple as ABC. 
The way power of God descends in church, if you begin to, to bounce like a grasshopper, don't worry, we will cast that one out of you. Okay? But what about if you did that and nobody prayed deliverance for you? Yes? And you come to the church and you repent. You knew what you are doing wrong. And you repent of what you are doing wrong. The word I tell you to confess will flush that thing out of you. That's what I'm telling you to confess it. If anybody say we conduct deliverance for you, these are the things they will tell you to read. And then they will command the spirit. So when I told you, when I tell you in CFT, read the word aloud. I know what I'm talking about. If there was any devil inside you, that word will hit him. You better read I say you better what? Also, oh, so, 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 let's read that scripture. What did it say? Having counsel. He did what? Nailing it. Nailing it on the cross. Let me see King James version of that. Yes. Blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. <laughs> I have to explain that some other time because this is law. Come on now. <laughs> talking about ordinances. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't let me go into that. Go back to your NIV. But let me say this to you. Those of you who are just, uh, if you are within 50 years downwards, maybe, or 40, you, you may not know what, uh, what blotting is. In our days, we use fountain pen to write. You put it in ink, and then you write. And when it blots, you take blotting paper. You soak it. But you see, when they blot out something, it will be impossible for you to read what was blotted. So, whether a covenant your father made, your grandfather made, your ancestors made, the Bible says, having, go back to that blotting. Let me even explain a bit. Blotting out the handwriting. My ancestors with their hand signed a pact with Satan. The blood of Jesus blotted it out. My father and my mother, they went to a shrine to go and ask for a child. And then I was conceived. Let me tell you, Satan don't give children because it's only God who creates children. What the devil does, because ah, my father used to do those things. What the devil does is does that. The spirit that was hindering that woman, he will call him away. And that child will come directly by natural conception of God. But then he will assign a spirit into that child because they came to do sacrifice with him. No problem. If you are the one they born like that, small, small, just accept Jesus Christ of Nazareth and really accept him. Don't build people who come to church when you like or you don't like it. Do you think apostle is a fool? When I was in Baptist church, ask pastor, ask pastor. They don't have night I started it there. I didn't say they don't pray here. I began the prayer there. I was not a pastor. Collected the names of those who have been coming to church, who signed like uh, Jesus. I went 12 midnight I, until they started coming to church. I was a member of the church. 
So you don't, you don't say that because apostle is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a apostle. No. At the age of nine, I will be in church every Friday. We will pray till six in the morning. I was the only boy. Pastor, 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 um, uh, what's his name? Uh, her name? Pastor, um, no, 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 no. Uh, Pastor Hotrich. Um, um, oh, yeah, buddy. Her father was my mentor. As a boy of nine, I'm not telling you rock science. I am saying that to turn your heart to seek God is your fault if you don't seek Him. You can't blame Him if you don't. I, I was not born in Bible time. I was born in your era. Or oh, era, whatever you call it. Just call it anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't let the devil deceive you, my friend. Don't let the devil deceive you. If your, if your father made covenant, your mother conceived you by that. If you can accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your, Satan can't shut your mouth. When you accept Jesus, he can he have no power to hold the mouth of a man from accepting Jesus Christ. Because Hebrew tells us that, and this scripture tells us that, Ephesians chapter 1 tells you that. Let me say this to you. And the Bible says, Jesus now, you call his name, he blots out every ordinance or ordinances that was against you. The word was against you means it has existed before you existed. Look at it. So whether you know it, you don't know it, he blots it out. Which was contrary to you. Okay? That's all what your fathers, forefathers, any your forefather have said before you were born. In my own family, every first son is automatically satanist. It's not a matter of option. The day they will, they will name that child, they will invite every, every wicked demon to curse that child, one after the other. The child must be very, very, very cold, so that nobody they believe can curse him again, because they have cursed you all cause that exist in the volume of satanic causes. That is what they will have done to me. But let me tell you this. What is the power of curse that can stand when the Holy One is present? When Jesus appears, what cause can stand? And yet, he lives in those who accepted him. In you. The Bible says, he blot him out. And took it away, nailing them what? Nailing them what? Nailing them what? Nailing them what? Come on, let me tell you something. As far as I'm concerned, I only need to confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And that's it. And follow Him. And follow Him. He nailed it on the cross. So I don't know what He did in your own case. He nailed it on the cross. I don't want to take more time today. Go, let me show you quickly before we read verse 15. No, let, let's read verse 15. And I'll show you something. Shall we say this now? Go to the King James Version. Read it. Uh-huh. So, he made a public shoe of the devil. Shoe. 
<laughs> okay, no problem. He made a public show of the devil. That is Jesus paraded Satan and all his cohorts. It's like they strip somebody naked and they parade him before the world. Now look at the one who deceived the whole world. Excuse me. No wonder in the book of Luke chapter 10, let's look at verse 18 very quickly. What did he say? Very quickly, he replied. Like what? Like what? You know English word to call lightning is not very sweet. In my language, mono mono. <laughs> you English are called lightning. Ah, that thing you are calling lightning like that. Mono mono. <laughs> Hallelujah. Satan fell. Zoom from heaven. When they kicked him out of heaven, the speed of his rolling is going to catch up with it at the end of time. When he'll be thrown into the bottomless pit and continue to revolve forever. Listen, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And the next verse he says, I have what? King James Version. Let's read together. Power. So, go back to the NIV. That scripture says nothing by any means. Look, let me tell you something. If someone dreamed that I died, it's not me that died. I just began to live. Even if I dreamed that I died, from that day, my life is just increased. I dreamt one day that my mother died. I left school. I didn't go to class. I just was crying from Babs Academy, working miserably to Obalindi. When I got to home, knocked the door, my father opened. Huh? Check what are you doing here? My mother answered from the bedroom. Huh? I'm here. I said, you are dead. You are dead. I said, you died in the midnight. He said, who told you that? I said, I had a dream that you died and they were all celebrating your funeral. He said, ah, Segu. <laughs> that is long life. Excuse me. Do you know it's long life because she called it long life? She was a prayer warrior, full of the Spirit of God. As she was full of Satan, Baal, when she was a priestess of Baal, as a virgin. When she became a virgin of Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> he said, my son, he said, if you have a dream by the devil, he said, what's the, what the Bible says is what you call it. That dream Satan showed you. It's long life for me. It's long life. And he said to me, he now said to me, sit down. Let me go and do your Eba. <laughs> she went to, because at that time, myself and Eba were inseparable. <laughs> at least, if she gave me Eba, my head would calm down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't understand it. 
Look, it says, I have given you what? Authority to trample on the snake and the scorpion and to overcome all the parts of them. Someone says that snake and scorpion is not, is not devil. Go to Revelation chapter 12. Let's look at verse 7. Snake and scorpion, who are they? It says, and there was war in heaven. And Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. Mm-hmm. The next verse says, but he was not what? Strong enough. And they lost their place in heaven. Shall we read that together? The great dragon was hauled down. That ancient serpent called what? So you see that serpent Jesus said is now the devil. Or what? Satan. Who leads the whole world astray? He was hauled. Excuse me. That's the reason why when we are born again, we are taken away from the dominion of this earth and translated into the kingdom. We are not in this earth. The way we walk in the flesh, we do not wrestle as the flesh wrestles. So Jesus said, I saw Satan fall to the earth. When you were born again, what happened to you? If you have not given your life to Jesus and you are here, let me tell you, you've got to do that tonight. Let me show you what happened to those who are born again. Look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. And we read it together. What does he say? Uh, stop. Stop. Let's read it together. If you cannot read that scripture now, read it. And then you accept Jesus. Okay, shall we? God raised. Uh-huh. 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 Look at God's raised you who? Up. And seated you where? So if Satan and demons operate in their realm, we also operate in our realm, which is higher than the realm of the devil. That realm is what? Far above principalities and powers and rulers of darkness or any title that can be given to any man. That is the reason why Jesus said, I have given you authority because you have been raised with Christ. And seated with him. Come on, let me say something to you. I've shown you yesterday that if you are a Christian, the moment you are born again, God give you a cross. Don't let someone interpret your cross as Satan. My cross is from my God. Some of you is your marriage. Some of you it is uh, your children. Some of you it is uh, who knows anything. The cross of Paul was a messenger to torture his body. Sickness. He prayed three times, and when God said, My grace is sufficient for you, he stopped praying. That you sickness remain there. If you don't leave me, when I die, either I carry you to rapture, or, or, or if the field you can enter, you follow me. He did not allow, and people were mocking him at the time with his infirmity. He told you that in Ephesians, told you in Thessalonians. That he, he healed people, look at him. But he said to his brethren that, I asked the Lord three times, and the Lord answered me three times, saying the same thing. My grace is sufficient for you. Come on now. Don't let anybody use your cross to validate you because everybody who truly believes in Christ must carry a cross. Am I talking to you? 
So in conclusion, back to my scriptures. Ephesians 6. It says, We struggle not, verse 12, against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers, against us of darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness in evil places. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you what? You may be able to what? And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm therefore. After you have done everything to stand, stand firm. I want you CSC members to stand firm this year. <laughs> the easy life with in God is to be with Him. He will handle those things that are difficult for you. We have promise of God for power, for wealth. So what, is, what else do you need? When you carry the fire of God, what else can confront you? Who can plot against you? Excuse me. When you carry the presence of God anywhere you're going. And when God gives you wealth, so that the gospel will be preached to the ends of the earth. You, when I say that they call me in Japan, you don't have to be looking for a church to pay your, your, your ticket. One of you just say that, Apostle, we have just booked the ticket for you. Uh, I'm going with 10 people here. We just paid it. That kind of wealth is what God will entrust in your hand. Amen. Not eating from hand to mouth and die. It will not happen to anybody again. Amen. Invest and the money vanish. It will not happen in this house. Amen. But you must put on the full armor. Let me tell you something. You will see grace manifest in this house. When God revealed things to me, some of you will have seen it. So when I will speak it, you just say, ah, but that is what God revealed me. We are talking about it, you know. And I move into the other realm. Oh, somebody else has seen it. That's what will happen to you. But let me tell you, you must put on the full armor of God. It is a pity that today is the third day. I would have loved that we have seven days. I may explore everything. But let me say this to you, therefore. The day of evil must come. Because the Bible says, when the day of evil comes. It didn't say if. So get ready for the devil. If you have had round one this year, get ready for round two. He's coming. He's coming. I say, he is coming. But when it comes, it will meet me well. What about you? Satan will meet me well. Satan will meet me well. As much as, I will not explain this, but I will read it to you. When the Bible says, stand firm therefore, it says, one, the belt of truth. If you are a liar, stop lying. Am I talking to you? As I know the lie of the flesh, there is no reason to. You came late. Why did you come late? I, 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 I. No, tell them why you came late. Nobody will kill you for it. Tell them why you came late. I just overslept if you overslept. Sometimes our body is weak. I want to be there, but I just slept over. 
They will just say, you know what happened is that each time they confront you and you tell the truth, Satan is defeated. He cannot do anything more. And they will just say, okay, 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 we understand. Those are the kind of lies. Somebody, a, a bishop was speaking one day, said that it's white lie. There is black lie. Every lie is black. <laughs> There's no white lie. And it says, belt of truth buckle around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And you see that belt of truth also means knowledge of the word of God. The knowledge, the true knowledge. If you don't have true knowledge of the word of God, with all these uh, uh, people you are reading, confession, you are reading a testimony on the, on the social media, you will be confused. And you will become a weak Christian. Because you begin to go away from the word of faith into works. And it doesn't manifest anything. Breastplate of righteousness. We have looked at that yesterday. Be holy. As your Father in heaven is holy. Your feet fitted with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. We read also yesterday, Hebrew, be at peace with all men and be holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. If you have people in your bad book, better go and tear that bad book. If you don't forgive people, God will never forgive you. And Satan will mess you up. No matter what people have done against you, let people offend you and let them go. God will deal with them. Don't keep record of offense of anybody if you are having difficulty forgiving people it is because there's a demon assigned to you working on your human mind to make that happen for you you can break yourself loose of it am i talking to you and it says in addition verse 16 to all this take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the arrow Understand this. Satan will send arrow, but you have the capacity over all that. Did you recognize that? Let's read that very verse. Read it, read it. Let's read it together. Shall we? Let me tell you. Someone like myself, who was born by occultic people, will... Because they don't have knowledge of word. Because faith comes by your knowledge of the word. They can be running a task skelter if leg is paining them. Ah, whether my father has used the leg to go and pray somebody's head before. You know, look for one man where they're supposed to come and pray for this leg, this leg, this leg. Because my father used to cut people's legs. Amen. Because they don't have the knowledge of the word. My boldness in God arises from my true knowledge that... It is impossible for God to lie. So I put my life in danger when he had promised. And I see that there is no danger for nothing. If you run for, I run to. And I found out that there is no reason for their running. The Bible says, they that know they are God shall be world strong. And they will do exploits. Your faith can extinguish every doubt. Of the devil. I mean, that, that very word, every, is the most powerful there. It is a psalm. So, if a Christian then really wants to, to be a Christian, it is the development of your faith in God. A man of faith is a man of holiness. A man of faith is a man of righteousness. 
A man of faith is a man that operates the mind of Christ. You don't steal from God. You give God your tithe. You give God the offering. You give people money when they, they have a need. You are open. A man of faith is a man who obeys all the word of God. You love people even they hate you. It is important for you to hate anybody. They curse you. God turns curses to blessings. That's what the Bible says with you. A man of faith. You are not moved by what cursing people say. Someone says that you will not make it. It's not, it you, I will even reply it. And somebody says, it's not my person. It's not even part of my vocabulary. You say to me, I don't make it. It's your own will. That is your own talk. It's your decision. When I finish making it, I come and show you. I don't need to revoke it. Because if I revoke what you say, it means that I have a belief that what you say has a credence over me. And the Bible says that worms will eat your mouth. I read it in the book of Isaiah. You say anything against me, it's your blabber. That's what the Bible calls you. So what you say, therefore, does not make me. Neither does it cause me to react. No. It is only when heaven speaks, I react. Satan can't speak and I react. No. When heaven speaks, I react. And I know the devil, even if he speaks through man, I will not give you reply. Let me tell you this. Your faith can distinguish every paradigm. You know, when the devil is trying to weaken your morale, that, you know, you have a good idea, and you have a good thought about, you know, from God, you want to move and achieve it, and I say, you, you cannot make it. You know, that's the reason why I will dare it. <clears throat> Instead of you just shine away, according to the word of God, whatever you lay hands on, he will bless. Oh, don't you see how old you are? I'm not as old as Moses who started his work at the age of 80? If Moses think like that, he would have said that, God, you made a mistake. How many years do I have? But because Moses has faith, God added another 40 years on his, on his age. That even when he died, angels were standing to carry his dead body. That is how God so loved Moses. Because of his faith in God. God told Moses to do anything. God said to him, jump into the sea. He jumped there. Faith in the word. And let me say this to you. It is not a progressive thing. You can build on your faith today. By only deciding that if the Bible says anything from today, that's what I believe. I don't believe people experiences unless that experience is verbatim in the word. Oh, people encounter, if it's not in the word, I don't believe it. Maybe it's your encounter, it's not my own encounter. People don't detect your life. But the word dictates your life. You know? Take the helmet of salvation. And the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. I want to stop in 18. Shall we stand up together and read verse 18? What does it say? And pray. Shall we read it again? And pray. It says pray in what? In the what? The other verses. Give us King James Version there, please. Let us say, because people love ghosts. Yes, praying always. Uh huh. 
A translation says pray in the Holy Ghost. Go back to my NIV. You know what it is to pray in the Spirit? If you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit before, your next target is to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because that is the only thing Jesus promised. Where he was going. He says, I'm going. I said, somebody will fill my faith. My faith. It's the Holy Spirit. I said, anything you want to get from him is from him. I said, you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses. So going out to the streets to evangelize without the power of the Holy Spirit is just a ritual. It's a ritual. It cannot bring effects. A Christian after salvation, baptism by really Holy Ghost force. Because when Paul was, uh, Peter was speaking to Cornelius, they have not been baptized with water. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. So Holy Ghost first before. Maybe you are killed off for baptism of water. Let me tell you. You can be baptized in the Holy Spirit. But you see, by the Holy Spirit, you have to ask the Lord for it. That's just says pray in the Holy Spirit. Somebody, somebody, somebody who doesn't speak in tongues, can he pray in, this, in his own spirit? Yes, you can pray. You can pray. Well, you cannot pray with your spirit, but you can pray in the Holy Spirit. But let me tell you, what happens to many of you? When you begin to pray now, after about three minutes, your mind wonders, isn't it? Come on now, isn't it? Why are you looking at me like that? I say, your mind wonder, isn't it? And after some time, you come back again. Hallelujah. It happened to me too. It happened to me too. You are praying here. And suddenly you find yourself in Sierra Leone. In your mind. And then you have traveled straight away to America. Another cousin who has a problem is coming to your brain. And then you are praying. You are praying, Father, Lord, Lord, Father, Lord, Father, Father, Lord, Father, Lord. Excuse me. But you see, when you shift into praying in tongues, it costs off all those things. It costs, because you are no more praying with your mind. You are praying with your spirit. So, he, if you have to pray in the Holy Spirit, and you are not, you are not uh, praying in tongues, it means that you must be somebody who can just focus your mind to seeking the name of the Lord, and you pray in the Spirit. But it's very hard. It's very hard. So that's the reason why we uh, do two things. Because we can achieve that by one exercise. We pray aloud. Isn't it? You pray aloud, your mind can be focused for a longer time. But if you say that, Lord, I want to pray. You understand me? You didn't hear what I said? Father, in the name of Jesus. Before you know it, your mind has now traveled all over the whole place. All over the whole place. And when they say in Jesus' name, you say, Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't it? But when you open your mouth and say, Father, help me, help me, fire, fire, fire. Your mind cannot travel. That's why the Bible says, Jesus made a loud cry unto the Lord God, who is able to save him. So the first thing we're going to pray is this. Lift up your voice and thank God for these three days of 2024. We just bless your name, O oh God, for these three days of 2024. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Labron de Thank God for the for the blessings He has thrown upon us. 
Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Thank God for everything He had done. Our God and King, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We glorify thee. Thank God for speaking to us. Thank God for counting us worthy to know Him. He that lives forever and ever, immortal, invisible God, the only wise God. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. Thank God for his mercy that endures forever. Thank God for his promises that he had made this year. Thank God for the manifestations that we have been receiving already. Oh, sovereign Lord, who is like unto thee? Who is like unto thee? Who is like unto thee? Above, among the gods who is like you. Thank God. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. to us for this year. Oh, Sovereign One. Sovereign One. Sovereign One. Marabala de Siprakaboron de Shambarada. Now the Lord has blessed me. My enemies will bless me. Thank you because I carry your blessing. Thank you because I carry your glory. Tell God that. Thank you because I carry your presence. I carry your fire day and night. I am full of the word of God. I cannot be defeated. I will be victorious all my life. By the grace of God upon my life, blessed be the name of the Lord Most High. Give God the praise, He who lives forever and ever. The book of Numbers 23:21. No misfortune is seen in Jacob. No misery observed in Israel. Begin to thank God for that. No misfortune is found in Alfred. No mystery in Christ's way tabernacle. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among them. No misery, O God, in this year. No misfortune in this house this year. No misery in the name of the Lord of hosts. No misfortune in the name of the Lord of hosts. He says there is no sorcery against Jacob. No sorcery against Alfred. No sorcery against Christ with tabernacle. No divination against Israel. No divination against Christ with tabernacle. They shall not they shall not come to pass. The Bible says I will destroy their witchcraft. Every witchcraft is destroyed. In the name of the Lord of hosts, no no witchcraft.
witchcraft over against your family, no sorcery against your family will succeed. No divination, Kahira Maratia, no diviner will touch any member of this house. Father, in the name of the Lord, it is now the word of the Lord. It shall be said of Christ with Tabernacle, see what the Lord has done. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. There is no wisdom, no insight of the devil will succeed over us this year. No insight of Satan shall succeed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. You have exalted your word again above all things. Your word and your name. We give you the praise, O oh God. We give you the praise, O oh God. We praise your name, Lord God. We praise your name, Lord God. We praise your name, Lord God. Thank you for your promise unto Christ with Tabernacle. Blessed be your name. 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 You said to us, you destroyed every curse. Thank God, haven't cancelled every regulation. Thank God, haven't destroyed every curse. Thank God, haven't brought us into the blessings of Abraham. Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the country. The fruit of our womb are blessed this year. Lord, we bless your name. The cross of our field are blessed. Our kneading trough is blessed. Our basket is blessed. Begin to declare, my family is blessed. My body is blessed. My, my business is blessed. According to the word of the Lord, I receive power from on high. According to the promise of the Holy Spirit of God. Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We are blessed in our coming in. We are blessed in our going out. The Lord I will grant this year that the enemies that rise up against CFT shall be defeated before him. They will come against us in one direction. They will flee in seven directions. The Lord will send a blessing to our band. And everything we put our hands on, it shall prosper. The Lord will send blessing upon everything we put our hands on. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. Everything I put my hands on will prosper. I will not fail in this year. I will succeed this year. Anything I do this year shall be graced by the success of God from heaven. The powers of Satan will not hinder me this year. The Spirit of God will help me this year. <clears throat> Begin to make the declaration in accordance with the word of God. The Lord will establish this house as a holy people as he had promised an oath to our father Abraham. The Lord will grant this house abundant prosperity. We give you the praise, O oh God. We give you the praise, O oh God. In the fruit of our womb, in the young of our livestock, in the cross of our ground, in the land that he has sown unto us, even Britain. The Lord will open the heavens over this house this year. The storehouse of his bounty. To send rain upon our land. We shall receive the rain of God upon our body. Refreshing upon our bones. Refreshing upon our organs. Healing and health that comes from the most high. Floodgates shall be opened over us. 
We will lend to many nations. We will borrow from none. We will lend to many nations. We will borrow from none. The Lord will make us head this year. You will be head this year. You will not be tail. You will be head in the name of the Lord. The Lord will open the scripture. Oh, and take you to the highest place in the name of the Lord of hosts. In your office, you will increase. In your life, you will increase. You will never decrease in wealth. In the name of Jesus. 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 Blessed be your name, O God. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the Lord by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hung on the tree. He redeemed us in order that the blessings of Abraham, the blessings of Abraham, the blessings of Abraham, every influence of curses, influence of Satan, you are destroyed by the blood of the Lamb. Abraham's blessing, come in the name of the Lord of hosts. Be manifest upon your church. Rende soprende. Blessed be your holy name, O God. Blessed be your holy name, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Father, we exalt you. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Look at me straight. Don't wonder. Don't let your mind wander. The Lord told me to tell you this. In your life that you have lived from the day you were born, this year will mark a difference. You have heard of the love of God. Even to some of us who sometimes we wander away. And yet his love is still with us. He protected us and rescued us when we have wandered away. Because he's the father of all. But in this year, you will come to experience that love. The Lord gives you guarantee that he will keep you. He only demands that you should surrender your life to Him. And don't struggle with Him. You know, demons of hell, 
over the years have weakened many Christians. They are the one, when the Lord was really talking to me about the ways of the world, I almost wept. Really, I was weeping in my spirit. Because today we read it in the book of Matthew. When Jesus said in 17, Temptation will come. All of you read it, you remember? But he said that woe to he through who he came. And God told me that I should go and tell my people. Whenever you follow the ways of the world in your dressing and appearance, you fall into fire line of that curse. Because the way you will appear that can seduce somebody else, you are the one Satan has used to tempt. And Jesus said, did I not say it? But I tell you this. The spirit that have overcome your heart over the period that you get yourself indulging things that are ungodly, that spirit has been overthrown. Amen. You will discover now that your desire for those things will die. Amen. For those, whatever area it could be, that Satan has deceived you. Some of us have struggled with anger and we didn't like it. Let me say something to you. The spirit of anger has left. Those of you who have been afflicted and the spirit of affliction refuse to leave. The power has been broken and now they exit your life. Whatever uh, assigned messenger of Satan over you, I want you to know this. By the Lord Most High, they have been taken away. Amen. One thing you must do for yourself, forgive yourself for what you have done wrong in the past. And also, begin to think of your new life now. Not like what it was last year. So that you can move ahead. The Lord told me that this house will team with testimonies. Amen. Signs and wonders will decorate you. Signs and wonders are things that when you experience them, it will be not usual in the life of people to experience such. Maybe a journey of five years, in one day you make it. Things like that. Somebody who was sick just wake up in the morning and there's no more pain at all. Now you slept yesterday with pain. You have been nursing your sickness for some time. You just woke up and those things are no more. You poke yourself, hit yourself to feel pain, but the pains are gone. Those are the kind of things that will be happening to you. For they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount on wing like eagle. They will run and they will never be weary. They will walk and they will never faint. Where the devil has held you bound, now you are free. And it says in the book of Deuteronomy also, this has been before me since yesterday. It says, however the Lord will, the Lord your God will not listen to Balaam, but turn the curses into blessing for you. Because the Lord your God loves you. So is your portion this year. Every curse that has been spoken against you, God has turned into blessing. And if anyone will speak a curse against you, your God will be there to turn it to blessing. Don't worry. They can take your matter to the sea, to the depth of the sea. They can take your matter to the forest where they surround themselves in burning bush, burning fire. 
giving sacrifice to the God of heaven, which is an idol. They may take your matter to the mountaintop. They may take your matter to the midst of their priests and their satraps. Any one of you, that anybody, any diviner, will take your matter to divination, the thunder of God will strike. Divination will be you and say, we have done this, we have done this, we have done this, but we cannot have effects. This is not a year like the years before. It is a new page before the living God. You will no more be weary to pray. Never will you be fed up to seek the face of God. From this time henceforth, you will be able to seek God. And you will be able to pray. Because the Holy Spirit will help you in all these things. It is a new dawn for us. I congratulate every member of this house. All over the world. All over the world. Our three days have paid us well before the Lord. And you know, I will pray over your oil now. If you have your oil, lift it up. And I'll pray over it. I've anointed people personally yesterday and day before yesterday. And then we go and break bread. If somebody has not, if you miss the two meetings, if you come with your oil, just lift it up and anoint yourself. And if you have people around you who have oil, take from them and anoint yourself. Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you the praise and honor and glory. I can see a mighty field. It's full of oranges and they are ripe for harvest. Their waters are so juicy that it's beyond the natural. For the sweetness of God will be poured in every life. It will distinct you among many. Father, you are looking for double, but you get triple. Lord, this oil that are lifted before you, let the power of your presence come into them. We rededicate ourselves to you, sovereign Lord, by the blood of Jesus. All right. Say after me, everybody in this building, Lord Jesus, Jesus, I rededicate my life life unto you. you. I confess you you as the Lord Lord and the Savior Savior of my life. life. I receive the blood of Jesus Jesus for the atonement of my sins. I receive the Spirit of the Most High for the strength of my life. Father, I confess your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and my Savior. My spirit, my soul, my body, I dedicate to you. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Son. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Lord, we have said it. Thank you for the grace. In Jesus' anointed name. We are going to take our communion now. Yes, go to the Can I have the ministers, please? These are first communion. There is power in communion. You know, every decision you have made, confession you have made today, you have to live by it. God, God is strengthening you to live by it. We are not like those who draw back. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took the bread. And after he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way after supper, he took the cup saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Our God and King, we thank you for your body that was broken. We stand in awe of you. We thank you for the mystery of your body. And the mystery of your blood. And as this been the first communion we are taking together, we seal all what you have said to us from the 1st of January till now with this communion. In the name of Jesus, they will come to pass. And Lord, by the power of this communion, I pray that every one of us receive strength from your spirit to live above our flesh so that our flesh and our soul will be to the glory of your name and our body be saturated with the grace that comes from you so that we can manifest in the gifts that you have embedded in us thank you because it's done as we ask in Jesus holy name The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this in remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Christ was broken for you. 
Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. I'll be thankful. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Jesus was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. And they add together.
you know you can go on your knees and speak to the Lord after you've had your communion it's a place to just ask God for anything you want God to do for you it's the most powerful altar God has given to man if you need to repent of anything it's the time to say it to the Lord you will receive strength to move forward
send the fire. Shall we rise up together, please? After the communion, they sang a hymn. O God of cleansing fire. Let's prepare for our offering tonight. But while we do that, can I ask, is anyone visiting this place for the first time? You are invited for the first time. Could you wave your hands up? Anyone watching with us for the first time? Do we have anybody? All right. If, if your first time of coming to this auditorium was watch night service, Anybody from came for the first time watch night service? All right, please stand up, sister. Let's welcome you. Very well. 
So you were here on the World Night Service. You are very, very welcome. Thank you for coming. Did you receive a pack that night? Good. You are very welcome. Please be seated. You know what we are going to do, uh, intercessors, this coming Tuesday, that is over uh, our intercessors meeting, we are going to meet here, not in, Cathed- not in New Cross. All of us meet here, both New Cross and, and Cathedral meet here next week, Tuesday. And one of the things we are going to do is to go to every seat and we will call back everyone that came to this auditorium on the watch night. Because on the work night service, every seat up and down was filled. And there was no space that people have to be standing around. Those people didn't come by their evolution. But when people come to church, a place where the truth is preached, it is the spirit of Satan assigned against them that tried to hinder them from coming again. That's one of the tricks of the enemy. We're going to go very deep into warfare uh, with from next week, you know, with the intercessors. So we have a job to invite, but we have a job to pray them into the will of God and destroy all the spirit that the devil has sent against them. And you will see every one of them back to the temple of God. So that those of them who are not saved will be saved, and then they will be established in God, and that's how the kingdom of God advances. Now, shall I pray over our giving? Thank you, Lord, for the grace of the third day. The third day is the day of perfection. And Lord, we bring our offering to you tonight to say thank you. From our heart, we bring this holy offering to you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. Shall we just stand up together and choir sing for us? Dance song so that we can dance. I would bring our offering to the Lord. I don't know this song, but you know it. Ebenezer, Ebenezer. That's what I'm hearing in my spirit. Do you want to sing that for us? Eh? Ebenezer. Yes.
together for the Lord. He is a rock. He is a helper. And he will continue to be a rock. In Jesus' name. Lord, I present before you. This is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. Please be seated, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'd also like to extend a warm welcome to anyone who's joining us online for the very first time. Please let us know you've joined us by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. Admin at cftchurches.org. Very quickly, tomorrow evening we'll be meeting online at 8 p.m. Please note, if you're joining us, we'd like as many people as possible to join on Zoom. And when you join on Zoom, if you've not been on Zoom prior, you might need to register your email address. Would like to keep, there will be a few meetings that would not be broadcast live on YouTube. And it will only be for those who join on Zoom. And when you're on Zoom, please be there. Please do not join on Zoom with your cameras on and watching whilst you're driving. If you get a ticket, it is not the devil. If you get a penalty for that, it is not what? The devil. So please mind your use of it. If you're driving, please ensure when you're logged on, when you're listening and things like that, don't go for the video. You might listen. Yes, it's possible to listen and to be part of it, but a few people turn on their cameras and you can see they're driving. And in such instances, what I promptly do is to turn their cameras off remotely because they shouldn't be doing that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we'll be on Zoom tomorrow evening. On Friday we'll be here and it'll be Light of the World. We'll be anchoring the prayer session from 11 p.m. Please be as many of us as have committed ourselves that we want to be a part of this. Uh, we, we know we're talking about Light of the World anchoring Friday, but every member of the church is invited and expected to be here if you are available. If you're not working, Fridays devote that. We, we always say thank God it's Friday. There's a reason why we say that. Friday is a time when you go to your own company. We know that in scriptures, in the book of Acts, whenever the apostles were out there, the disciples were out there, they always came back to their own company. So Friday is always an opportunity to come back to your own company and to be energized. So every evening, Friday, if, if we're not here in person, we'll be here, on, we'll be online. But throughout the month of January, leading to the month of to our anniversary, every Friday there would be an opportunity. We'll have a, a, a group anchoring the prayer each Friday here at the cathedral. Each Friday, this Friday, two days time, will be the light of the world. The following would be women of rare destiny. The next will be the youth. And then the next, of course, will be overcomers. And then we'll go through till the anniversary. Every Friday, there will be a prayer session from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's action time. 
Yes, praise the Lord. So on Saturday, please note as well, on Saturday we have workers meeting. Apostle is meeting with the youth, men, in the, in the boys, men, I don't know. Yeah. The male youth, is that a better one? Rather than use the word boys. Because I, I describe myself as a boy from time to time. But people would laugh and say, well, you're not a boy. It's all in the mind. I mean, you all listened to Reverend Josephine's testimony the other day. So if, if she's describing herself as a middle age, I am, I must be a boy. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, 2 p.m., the male youth will be meeting here with Apostle at 2 p.m. on Saturday. 4 p.m., we'll be having workers meeting. 5 p.m., we'll be having an in-person question and answer. Apostle promised a couple of weeks ago that we'll carry on with the question and answer. The slido is there. Please put your questions online immediately. Try and as, as the Lord, a few things that the Lord would have, that would have crossed your mind over the last few days. Please ask any questions. And we'll try, if you find a question that you particularly want to be answered, upvote it. We will concentrate on all those questions that have been upvoted. Uh, would I use the word carefully? The most popular questions. Now, don't go in there and make your own question the popular one by upvoting it all the time. That's not the idea. We want many people to be involved as possible. And then, of course, um, all pastors and elders, please look out for the meeting as well because we will be meeting on Saturday. Details of that you should have received on your um, special messages and the Lord bless you richly. On Sunday we're having a joint Thanksgiving service here so those of us who normally worship at Bethesda will all be here on Sunday, first Sunday of the month of January, first Sunday of the year having a Thanksgiving service together. The Lord bless you richly. Thank you very much for your patience. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord Apostle to close us. Sir. Amen. Where is uh, Sister Joannes? Where are you? Huh? She has left. Okay, she's gone back to school. She announced to me, the youth of this church are moving ahead. Uh, Sister, what's her name again? Shalon. She told me about um, a program that the youth of CFT had started. For 75 days, where they would discuss the scripture of the day together on their portal, and where they have also sanctioned themselves, nobody will listen to worldly music. And for that 75 days or whatever, they also, you know, cut down no junk food to anybody. And that really intrigues me. And they were praying together. This is their own initiative. Yes, not for survival. That's the end of worldly music. So I'm saying this because I wanted her to come and speak. You parents, I want you to help your children, especially those of you who have girls. Because some girls I've seen in church. And this year, what I would do is that if I see a girl that is dressing uncommonly, I will call the parents and the girl to explain to me. What spirit lives in them? I will be doing that. So you parents, you make sure you help your children. Our duty is to make sure Satan don't uh, 
take over the soul of those kids so that they won't draw back when others are going forward. I will together now. I really cherish the children a lot and I would not want any parent through their ignorance to expose their children to the devil. So we must always discuss with them and let them know so that um, all these activities that the youth are going in, every youth in this church is supposed to be part of it. If you don't know about it, check Pastor Elizabeth. She is the youth pastor. She will tell you what the links are. I'm sure it's on your normal um, WhatsApp group. But I commend the youths for this. Shall we rise up together, please? Shall we read the Lord's Prayer together in fellowship? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, and thy glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall we read together Isaiah, I'm sorry, Hebrew 13, 21. Shall we? Now, may the God of peace have brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, Make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Turn to somebody and read Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. To yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Now can I just say to us that um, I'm seeing all the male youths this Saturday. All the female youths will see me first Saturday in February at the same time so that we will be able to cover and please, every one of you who are youth is going to, is not, I'm not coming to teach. We are sitting down together to discuss. And of course, with your pastor, we are discussing. If you have any question among yourself you'd like to ask, just write them down. It's for us to discuss and then plan our strategy uh, regarding the vision. All right? And the Lord will strengthen you. And the youth is, the youth bar is 30, isn't it? So if you are more than 30, please. Don't show up. Whether you are married or you are not married, if you are within 30 downwards, please make sure you come. Let me pronounce the blessings of God upon you. 30 to... Um, is it 12, Daddy? To 12. That is downwards. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help as you are going from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May God give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious 
and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. Everyone that is out of job, before the end of this month, you are back into better jobs. Lord, as you are pronounced upon the bless, your blessing upon the works of our hand, I say, every business represented in this house, whatever be your turnover at the end of last year, in this year the Lord will multiply it. Amen. Those who are in employment, I speak promotion to you. Amen. A book of remembrance, the open presence of the God Most High concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he begin to give you divine revelations. Amen. This is the month of divine encounter. Before the end of January, you will encounter God. Amen. In Jesus' holy name, we are prayed. Amen. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in your house.
to us according to our confession. Can I announce that this Friday vigil is for all of us. It is the first vigil for Christ with Tabernacle London in the year 2024. So make sure everybody you come to the vigil. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row. <laughs> 